Episode 2, Words from Nana. One man, one son podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two, One Man, One Son podcast, Words with Nana. I'm going to be getting my mum on the show to ask her a few questions of how she thinks I've gone with being a father and how I've gone with raising my child. We left off last week with Cooper's first nine months on this earth in his mum's belly and then my first few days of him being on this earth and me not being able to change him or change his tar sealed base shit. But we are going to be carrying on the adventure here today on episode too, and getting some feedback from my mum about how I've gone and how Cooper Jack is as a grandchild. Tuck yourself in, son. Nana's on her way. Yes, welcome to episode two, One Man, One Son podcast, Words of Nana. I've been lucky enough to drag my mum out of bed and get her in studio. Thank you, Mother Bear, for coming in. How are you? Not too bad. That's good to hear. So we're just going to start it off with uh, some vowels. So if you could follow me, if you could. I, Kirsty, promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. These are like wedding vowels. Um, yep, I do. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Okay, since we got that out of the way, is it true that I am the best looking out of all kids, all your kids? No comment on the grounds that I might incriminate myself. Oh, here we go. Typical mum answer. Okay, mum, well, thank you very much for coming in, first of all. I'm going to crack straight into it. So, what was your initial reaction when you, when I was, you know, you were told Peter, your middle child's son, was going to be having a kid of his own? Well, you're the one that rang me. Oh, just like any mother, I suppose. Um, a little bit shocked, a little bit worried, a little bit concerned about how it was all going to pan out, whether you were going to stay together, you were too young, how it was going to affect your future. Um, were you more excited than not excited though? Um, well, I always loved my grandchildren, but yeah, no, I probably thought you were a little bit young and thought it might affect your future, but clearly it hasn't because here we are. Is it true or is it not that uh, Cooper Jack is actually the cutest out of all your grandkids? <laughs> Put it this way, Cooper Jet is one of the cutest out of all my grandchildren. Mum had a big part in uh, the first nine months of uh, Dana being pregnant in the way that we went a bit of a u- unique way of finding out what sex the baby was, wasn't Mum? Do you want to explain how the process of that sort of yeah, went down? Yeah, that was fun. Um, they went along to the scan to find out the sex of the baby and the doctor or whoever did the scan, sonographer, um, was to tell me and only me what the sex of the baby was. So I was the first one to know, which was really exciting. Pretty special. Um, Never had that privilege before. And then I had to make a cake um, which was either blue on the inside or pink to determine the sex and so on the outside it was white obviously and it wasn't until they cut the cake that they... A little bit racist, why'd you go for white icing? Oh, just keeping things neutral. Okay, I mean I don't know how neutral that is but uh, maybe if one side was black and the other one was white. Anyway, um, so yes, mum actually baked the cake um, with either it having blue icing in the middle or pink in the middle, um, you know, to see what sex baby we were having. It was just sort of a fun way to get people around so they all found out at the same time as us. And so mum brung this, uh, and it was also just a good excuse to get mum to bake a cake actually because we were flatting at the time. And so mum brung this cake over, big glorious cake, and we got around, mum videoed it as she does because she's a Facebook fiend, drives me nuts. And we cut it open and to our surprise there was a big blue dye in the middle of the cake which was very exciting for me because that meant I was having a boy and I was excited as anything. And you swore and you said the F words and said yes. I said, fuck. 
That's what I said. Yeah. Anyway, um, and uh, so yes, that was good. So, what's your thoughts on Cooper Jack, Mum? Uh, is there any bad habits or you know any, what? How do you think I've done so far in fatherhood in the past two years? The only thing that I'm a little bit questionable, questionable about, to be honest, is after this last weekend, when you managed to not only clothesline the poor kid <laughs> under a, um, what was it, a seesaw? Let's just make that straight. I did not personally clothesline my son. Well, you did watch him go racing down the hill and clotheslined himself neck first and then managed to do this twist which landed him going over a bank and of course ended in tears. So that was a little bit, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed about that. Uh, but that's, I mean, not my fault and the way I think about it is it toughens him up, you know. I was brought up in the country uh, scenario. I'm sure I did worse than that, falling out of trees and having a big brother. Cooper's <laughs> lucky he doesn't have a big brother. So he doesn't doesn't it? Half the troubles. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. don't know if it was the big brother giving you hassle or the other way around. And uh, why I've got you uh, down one-to-one, Mum, is it or is it not true that I have ADHD? Have I been diagnosed by a doctor or a medical professional with ADHD or not? Because... I've been told and I've been self-diagnosed by everyone that I've got ADHD and if I do, it is a clear sign to me that Cooper has adopted some of those traits. I wouldn't say Cooper's is quite as full on as what you were as a kid. You were just on a level all of your own. In fact, they, they probably named syndrome after you, I think. Um, <laughs> you've never been formally diagnosed, but having said that, we did take you to the doctor when you were rather young, but in those days they didn't really know about... Uh, uh, well, that's good to hear. They didn't know. ADHD that sounds, that sounds or good. Asperger's and all that sort of thing. Asperger's. So I, yeah, Mum claims that I have Asperger's, which I feel is pretty personal. I'm pretty nasty. It's well, just an explanation for okay. your behaviour. Yeah, right. What have you got then? Jesus, I don't have time to list it off. <laughs> anyway, I won't hold you too long because uh, we do know it's that you've got to shoot off to your AA um, anger management class. <laughs> but um, did I get dropped as a kid? Jack swears black and blue that I was dropped at least once pretty solidly when I was a baby. If so, has this affected me? Did you notice any changes in the first year of my development? Yeah. I'm not aware of you being dropped. What makes him think? You got dropped. You used to bounce around all over the show on your legs all by yourself. You didn't need to be dropped because you used to throw yourself around all over the show anyway. So we we found you on a rooftop, the roof of the house, when you were two years old. So, you know, that's not really clearly normal two-year-old behaviour. Oh, I'm crazy. Uh, flying over fences and going around the corner to meet meet up with your mate Trevor Do- Dougal Durry at the age of two. Oh, you know, um, I've got a good social background. <laughs> Not afraid of a good hangout for good friends, you know. <laughs> what would you say that you see of Cooper that you've seen as me as a younger? What, you know, resemblance and ways of things that I used to do when I was little and Cooper's age that shines through through him now except for his extremely big eyes that everyone knows oh well he just took the words out of my mouth really because that would be the biggest likeness to you he's actually more like his mother to be honest um oh shit and in personality uh no pete well you were extreme you had extreme behaviors i wasn't i wasn't shy of drinking a mountain dew every now and then (laughs) (laughs) you were more of a chocolate milk baby in fact there was a period in your life when you were young that had you not have lived on chocolate milk you would have probably died because we just couldn't get any other kind of food into you and chocolate anything was the only way that we could get you to eat i'm a man of good taste don't get me wrong yeah i don't fuck around with that normal milk you know i'm straight to the good (laughs) shit straight to the good shit
Right, Cooper, if you do that again, you're going to timeout. Cooper's Naughty of the Week. That is right, it is my new segment, Cooper's Naughty of the Week. This is my segment where I list off some of the bad habits and naughty behaviour that Cooper is picking up because he is coming into his terrible twos. And I'll tell you now, this boy is amazing me of some of the bad habits that he is picking up at his young age. And to start it off this week, it is Cooper's F word. That's right, Cooper has picked up the word fuck. He has heard it one too many times from friends and family and now as a two-year-old he is starting to use it himself. It all started off with fun and games. When he first said it, we are like, is, did he just say what I thought he was? You know, you can't help but have a laugh because how, someone's so young saying it. And now it has got to the point where it's not fun and games anymore and he's starting to use it in the right context and at the right time. For example, the other day, I seen him kicking over, like trying to kickstart his fake little three-wheeler motorbike that he has, that he pushes around. And he was kicking this thing over, kicking this thing over, and then he leant over because it wasn't starting. He leant over and checked the mo- um, checked the motor, and was like, "Oh fuck!" And I turned around and said, "Excuse me." And then I mean, what do you do in this in this predicament? Because he's too young. You can't slap his bum because does he really know what he's saying? You can't put him in timeout because he doesn't know what timeout is. So he's really not learning in that factor. Can you tell him off? Does he know what he is saying is wrong? But then do you not not tell him off because he does know what he's saying and now he thinks he's getting away with it? I don't know what to do. And it's really a hard one. And my two-year-old son has picked up the word fuck and I'm really, really not happy about it because... As a father, you don't want your son walking around saying fuck, especially in a public place. You go out in the supermarket, you know, you're walking along and a lady comes up to you. Oh, he's cute. Is this your son? Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Embarrassing. So embarrassing. Need to get this problem fixed immediately. You stop being naughty. I'll turn this car around right now and head straight home. One Man, One Son Podcast. So that's me for another show this week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into episode two of One Man, One Son Podcast, Words from Nana. Make sure you go on our Facebook page and on SoundCloud and like the page and follow me on SoundCloud and just let me know in the comments what you think of my podcast so far and how they are going. I'm loving sharing these stories because Cooper is not just the love of my life, but he is the biggest form of entertainment entertainment in my life as well so thank you so much for tuning in and you just wait for next week episode three where i'm going to be getting the star of the show and himself to say what he can his few words cooper jack ramston will be in studio saying what he can putting his input to dad's podcast thank you so much for listening guys and as the terminator says oh no i'm not doing that again thank you one man one son podcast go on the facebook page at one man one son and give it a like now or follow us on soundcloud at one man one son